are tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Hey, and we're back. What's up, everybody? Black Twitter is back with another episode. <laughs> Happy, Monday. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Oh, it is Monday. Monday. It is, it's weird. Wow. Like, coming back, I'm like, it is a Monday. It's been a long Monday. It is. Mondays, you know, they can be dreadful, but that's why we're here to lift up your spirits. <laughs> lift <laughs> every voice and sing to what? Till let the heaven ring. All right. All right. <laughs> Okay. We're going to work on the harmonies, but guys, we're just getting it together. But thank you for joining us. Um, again, welcome to the Black Twitter show. I love this show so much. Um, I am your host, Jamie Gray, but I am not alone. Hey, guys. Hey, my... Oh, well, hey, it's me, Sierra Stafford. <laughs> I'm going to say something else. Listen. Hey, it's me, Sierra Stafford. Good to be back on this wonderful Monday. What's up, my people? It's your boy, Jay Lamar, in the building. Yes, and shout out to Rocky here. She's She can't make it today, but she will be back. So shout out to you, Rocky. We'll see you soon. We might as well t- let them know where Rocky at. Well, she's going, though. Let them know. So right now, she's going to be with Claudia Jordan on uh, Fox Soul on yes. her Out Loud show. So shout out to Rocky. So what I want y'all to do is so after good. this show, check her out, mm-hmm. and then let us know what you guys thought, okay? Yes, I like Rocky. it. See, I mean, because we do big things on this we show. Do. You guys got to watch out and look out for us, level which is up, why you should up. also follow us. We also have an Instagram uh, page as well, which is uh, BHL Black Twitter. Again, it's at BHL Black Twitter, and we are keeping that up to date as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay? So, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Period. So, you guys, so much happened last week, which is why, like, just coming into this week, it's like, I feel exhausted and overwhelmed. Yeah. But uh, we got everything from Gail King mm. to uh, and Snoop Dogg and his thoughts on that. Nicki Minaj and Meek Mill and their whole Twitter beef going on. Journey. I was following that. And then Gervonta Davis, he was arrested. And there's a lot more details on that, and we're going to get into that. So, let's go ahead and get started. Gail King. Oh. Gail King, Gail King. And I'm not even, you know, I have so many thoughts on this, but just to kind of break it down, she had an interview um, on CBS with Leslie, um, with Lisa Leslie, mm-hmm. and she brought up Kobe's uh, sexual assault case from 2004. And um, a lot of people, fans and celebrities included, were really upset with Gail because they felt like she was really pressing Lisa about her late friend who literally just passed away about a week and a half ago at that time. And uh, whenever Lisa would say, you know, he the, the case, it went to trial, Gail would then respond saying, well, the case was dismissed because the victim decided not to testify. And Lisa, so in such a classy way, she responded Very saying, yeah. I think that's how we should keep it. So just based on that interview alone, because we have so much more to get into that about the responses, I want to know you guys' thoughts when you watch the interview. I feel like, um, I mean, you know, in this industry, you know, people are going to ask those questions that has been in the media. You know, unfortunately, ever since Kobe has passed away, people were bringing up the past of that story, um, that yep. allegation that he had, which was very unfortunate, which I don't like. So I felt like she took that as a moment to give people what they wanted to see and hear. However, regardless of your platform, I felt like as a human, add a respect for his family, for his friends, and somebody you're interviewing that was close to him, 
him, I wouldn't have asked that question. I don't care what has Absolutely been buzzing not. in the media. You don't ask certain things like that. And I feel like she had a lot of good other questions to ask, and she could have just left that one out. I'm just yeah. keeping it at that. I just feel like she just did it for the views or what people will want to see and hear for the interview to get the interview um, ratings, I guess. But she should have thought that through. Yeah. I, anytime I speak on Kobe Bryant from this point forward, I definitely want to say my condolences to mm-hmm. his family. You know, uh, Vanessa finally is starting to speak out more and more day after day um, as a healing process for her. So still, like, it's still a sensitive subject. I feel like it was very um, uncouth, like, for Gail King to speak of Kobe Bryant in that way for many reasons. First off, she's not a new journalist. So she's not searching for a spotlight. Gail King has one of the biggest spotlights because she's attached to one of the biggest influential people of our time. So she has her own spotlight. So her even... To me, steeping that low to ask that question to Lisa Leslie was very disrespectful to the legacy of Kobe Bryant. Mm. That case has been put to rest. And, like, that man is not even in the ground yet. And you cannot wait to answer that question. And then on top of that, Gil, you get on your social media and say and blame CBS for cutting and pasting that interview. As if no, she didn't say it herself. As though you didn't say it yourself. I feel like all celebrities, that's their like, go-to, that's their go-to plan when no. something happens. I'm, they made me do this. Oh, they edited out that clip. Y'all didn't hear the full thing. No, we heard it. And yeah. you still said it. And even if they said, hey, Gil, I'm pretty sure, I don't know how she writes their right own stuff, but even if they said, hey, ask this question, she could have said, no, I don't think we should do this. So right. it's like, regardless of what was clipped or snipped, if it was, you still said it. And it should have been said. There, it was, I feel like it was very insistent. She's not at a pressure point point in her career to do that Gil you are right. like you are like at the plateau like <laughs> everyone there, knows there, who she is there's no going up for you there's no going down well now it's it down can, it can go down it's down now <laughs> but there was like no plateau for you like you're you could have sat with Lisa and Leslie and asked her nothing but diligent questions about her career and right. about her relationship with Kobe and kept it like that. Right. As, as if we're not learning about her career. I think, you know, <laughs> I think Gail, she probably wasn't, for some reason, thinking all the way through. I think she was trying yeah. to find the balance between being this person that knew of Kobe and probably had met him on many occasions and also between her being a journalist for this huge corporation like CBS. But my thing is the timing. You know, yeah. it's not that you can't ever bring these things up. Just like she had asked Leslie, is this a part of his history? It is. It is. It it did happen. The case happened. We can't really dismiss that, even if it was dismissed. But is it necessary to bring it up right now? No. If she I'm, had done this five years pre-Kobe's death, it would have been like, okay. She, yeah, or like even at the start of the Me Too movement, because yeah. Kobe yeah. was Me Too'd in 2004 before it, we'd even heard of a Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just it's really important to kind of bring that up. But just, not only you know are we upset and we're expressing that, but Snoop Dogg, he was one of the biggest mm-hmm. people that was out loud about it. And we'll get into that. But not only him, Fifty Cent, Lil Boosie, Ari Lennox. Um, but Snoop Dogg, we have no need to even play that clip. What I can just paraphrase is that he called her a funky doghead bitch. And uh, this is in reference to Gail, and he was defending his homie, defending Kobe. Uh, I I follow Snoop on Instagram. I saw this clip in the heat of the moment. And even then, at that moment, I could not bring myself to like the the video. I even looked at the people, the celebrities that I was following that liked the the clip. And I just couldn't understand why, even, even after everything she said, 
why this grown man, this grown black man would dog this woman like this, you know? Um, so it was just really upsetting to hear it. And uh, he did uh, bring up, you know, why he said it. And he kind of tried to say that he wasn't trying to be violent. He didn't want any harm for this 70-year-old woman. But you still called her out of her name. And so um, it's just, I, I really didn't like his response to I'm you. not big on disrespect on any platform right. to men or to women. However... If my best friend or a close friend of mine dies and somebody goes on national TV moments after their death and speak bad towards them, I'm going to flip out. And you're allowed to flip, but Gail did not speak um, bad against Kobe. She stated I think, a fact. I, I, you don't she, have to like what she said. Yeah, but I, I feel like we like we all agreed that fact could have been stated well before or at another time. Not, not two weeks after the man has died, you're speaking of that. I mean, I feel like if I'm close to somebody and whether everybody got a pass, everybody have done something wrong and everybody has done something that they don't want to continue to be talking about year after year. Shouldn't have to bring it up. But I think that if somebody does my best friend, I applaud Lisa Leslie. Because if I were her, I think I would have flipped out. Just like, why are you asking me that? You don't have to do that. Right. I and she's on national TV. She would never sit in front of Vanessa Bryant and ask her that question. Oh, of course not. I actually disagree. I think that Gail would ask that question. To Vanessa? What? Absolutely. Girl. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, here's the thing, though. With journalism, there's going to be uncomfortable conversations. But that, I feel where like that's you have disrespectful to ask somebody, at that point. I mean, it, it is. But it was disrespectful for her to say it to Lisa. True. Now, I wouldn't want her to say it to Vanessa right here at that time. But people are getting so mad at Gail and there are these other white journalists who have done the same thing and I'm but not you know hearing that response. Do it, Hold on, I'm not hearing that response from all these other black celebrities. This thing has literally turned into being mad or being upset about Kobe, still being upset and then being mad at Gail, then being mad at Snoop Dogg for his response to it's just it's a jumbled mess and I think a lot of people were at, outraged at what Snoop had to say. It's not that he's not allowed to express his opinion but can Gail do her job whether she was r- right or wrong which we mm-hmm. all feel like she was in the wrong, you can still express your opinion on Gail Just without calling her out of her name. Her, yeah. And I, I am sick of black men doing that. Black mm-hmm. women have done so much for black men, mm-hmm. and I don't like people coming against Oprah because she has done so much for black people. And I think it's ridiculous how this cancel culture, it's like as soon as they do one thing that nobody mm-hmm. likes, mm-hmm. it'll be we people who literally this. can't afford what yeah. they do, they haven't done as much help as they have done, and they literally only know a small snippet of the mm-hmm. information they were provided. And so I, I want people to do better and I'll get to you guys opinions but I do want to get to Mark Lamont Hill and his tweet mm-hmm. because he said shout out to all the hashtag girl dads from last week who are now trying to justify calling Gail King a funky dog face bitch I see you and I, I wanted to show that because I think it's just ironic how these same oh, wow. men, yeah, and you see them, there's there's Gail and Oprah with Snoop Dogg and the same man who, you know, is calling her out of her name and he's, she's about 10, 15 years older than him. Like, for what? There's just no respect. But what are you guys' thoughts? I do agree with you. Um, they're always quick to count somebody out the one thing. I feel like everyone follows the hype. Nobody, yeah. so that's why I appreciate uh, Mark for that tweet because it's kind of like he didn't follow the hype. He could have easily just liked mm-hmm. it and went on because all the celebrities talking about it this high but at one point like I told you I feel like celebrities just ride the wave too and it's time to stand up and just do know what's right and what's wrong and I feel like this whole topic in general I just want to know what is the relevance because even whether she should have asked the question or not I still don't see the relevance to ask it when he's dead 
Like I don't see the even the point of you even bringing it up last week. Yeah, but you I don't didn't bring even it up get. But what is like what is his what does his accusation have to do with his past? Like I just don't even get why I even come up to like to be a topic. So it's kind of I don't like, think it should have been a topic. But I think you know if they are the going to do though? any type of history book on Kobe, it's going to be brought up. That was huge. It's going to be I brought up. But I, feel it's like, like, I feel like it's going to be brought up in a history book, but in a conversation, right, in a biography, in, in, in a, a conversation where you're asking me to celebrate my friend's life, I'm not going to bring up your I'm not going to bring up anything that's going to diminish your celebration. Exactly. It just it's just okay. cruel. So I don't regardless of what it is, even if it is history's part of his life, true or not, there it was no need to bring it up. And at I all. agree, I agree. Like even Snoop said, he he apologized for what he said. Like kinda. I, kinda. I, I don't think that he should have took it that far, that far but yeah. I do yeah. think that he was disappointed. He was enraged. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Who I mean, yeah, it was a lot. And on top of that, Bill Cosby is tweeting from jail. I will not be Mother Goose. I will not read what he has to say, but I just want to give, can give you a snippet of what he said in agreement to Snoop Dogg's words. And he also stated that the legacy of successful black men, even in death, um, have been tarnished by these women. And he also brought up Michael Jackson and his family and wishes them the, bre- the best and says that his prayers are with them. Bill Cosby... Just do your time in jail and stay there. I was not really feeling his response either. Um, and Snoop Dogg reposted Bill Cosby's response saying, love you, Ankh. And uh, Jamel Hill also responded, you know, just saying how she did not agree with that. Just to remember what Bill Cosby did. did. And granted, Bill Cosby has done a lot for black people. But also, this will his, the, his rape allegations will be brought up in his history. And yes, mm-hmm. he's still alive, but he's an old man. What's mm-hmm. the point of him being in jail? It's, just, it's always something. Um, but I think it, it, this whole story kind of became into a black men versus black women battle. And um, I think it's very telling about the times that we're in. Okay? Well, you um, know what? I would think it, it'll be up to the black women, as always, to solve it. There we I go. I think it'll be Gail coming on and just, I sincerely apologize Forgive me, and I think that we will. I mean, I, mean, I think I think it'll be okay. But just with this cancel culture, it's yeah. just very tricky because this, this. But like you said, the cancel culture is like this. Yeah, I mean, even you with Oprah, one day, people are ready out. to end Oprah, and it's like it's Oprah. Like, and, and granted, no one is perfect, too perfect to that they can't be taken Monique down a notch. Oh, she would. She tried to tell y'all. But <laughs> anyway, I think that's enough on the Gail King topic. It's so a lot, but I know Sierra lot. has a lot to talk about with uh, Meek Mill and Nicki Minaj. Yes, da, da, da. yes we're oh, waiting bro. for it. <laughs> this is another topic for me. Um, that was actually disappointing for me to watch. Um, so if you don't know, yeah. like to, a few weeks ago, Meek Mill and Nicki Minaj and Nicki Minaj's uh, boo, they ran into a store together in Hollywood, and you know they got into an altercation, and so after the altercation, it continued to like go on so um and i felt like for this topic i personally didn't want to bring like extra tweets of what they said because i was really that disappointed in all the things that was going on yeah but long story short you know Nicki minaj was throwing jabs Miku was throwing jabs you know bringing up you know her brother and his rape allegations then she brought up well you beat women and then you beat mm-hmm. your sister and then you do it was just a lot of nasty things back and forth and my and my thing was i don't even understand why what where the hate is so deep with them when mm-hmm. y'all both have moved on and I think I was more disappointed because Meek Mill is now has a um, about to have a child with uh, Milano, and I just feel like and then uh, Nikki has a whole boo now, so I feel like why whole are you husband. Even, whole yeah. husband? So it's like why are you even still arguing with your ex? And on top of that, you guys you guys are throwing out confidential information out there at each other as bait, and it's just like it's just very nasty on both parts. Illegal information, it, it, yes, illegal, hurtful stuff that you can't take back, and it's like so I want to know. 
know what were you guys take I don't know if you saw the tweets but just go pull up the tweets like I said I didn't want to pull them up I didn't want to read them because I didn't want to celebrate that and re-announce that but what did you guys think about that it was nasty yeah it was it was very nasty on both parts though both parts for sure um, both parts even but even watching that video of them getting into a jewelry store you don't hear Nikki's husband saying much you hear Nikki going off going off Meek going off, mm-hmm. but Nikki, it almost like Nikki, like, pushing her husband, like, go fight him, like... That's what she was... You know what I'm saying? Like, like go wanted. fight him, go beat him up. That's what she um, wanted to She wanted thug, and that's what she got. That's what she got, but and it's like, don't put your husband in that compromising please, situation. Please, because he's been to jail for right. homicide ha- and no, rape. Yeah, he's... Yeah. Uh, so I'm just saying, he did, uh, please don't. I mean, he did, um... <sighs> he's he killed a man. Some, he killed a man, mm-hmm. yeah, so... Don't put your husband in that type of situation. Don't put Meek in that type of situation. Over, over y'all petty. I just beef. don't. I think what her was irritated me more than anything is what is the issue to where we where we are been done for years now and we going at it this tough. And then on top of that, if, I don't know if you guys know, but Meek actually had a um he wanted to actually apologize. Like Meek was actually cool, but they was like, no, nah, we not with that fake stuff. T- uh, you know, stay how you been acting. So it's kind of like Nikki and her man want that energy, like want that vibe. But I mean, Meek, lead him, I think Meek lead him over there. I mean, of for course, sure. yeah, I don't think he had to do all that, but I'm just saying, like, someone extends it. Do you got to really flip it and be like, if you did, no, I, I mean. If your your last names are you are they are the petties. Their names are yeah. Nikki she's Mrs. And, Petty. She's Mrs. Petty. They're the petties. That's what they want to do. They want to live their life. You know. And, and I, you got exes that are just like that. That enjoy that drama. They like having that mm-hmm. hatred. So I think it's also just their products of their environment, and I think that they it's it's their mindset. Like first of all, Nikki's older than Mika Mill. Nikki is Nikki, like thirty eight. Yeah, and so the fact that she's you know egging on conversations like this, um, I think it's just really sad. He's about to be a father. You are a full grown wife, um, and I think that she is somewhat in denial. I think, you know, like even just with the husband that she chose, she I think that says a lot about the type of person that she is, and that mm-hmm. doesn't mean she's a bad person, but you are the decisions you make, and that's what's gonna you know lead your life but um as far as her husband uh yeah he was uh arrested and, and put to jail for killing someone and for rape but her brother when she, she when she had replied and she said allegedly that her brother was allegedly charged no your brother was found guilty yeah. his semen was found on her clothes your brother did it okay and so i think that if that was the case as to why meek broke up with her sure but this is all something we did not have to know we did not have to know we didn't need to know it but it's just it went so serious and his family and it it just kind of shows the kind of relationship that they had and i think it's really sad um and i just hate that they they put it all on social media for us to see like that was some tea like i actually did not and i want to and i want to say one more thing before i show the tweet i think this disappointed me more for nikki because like even he said you know nikki has been talked about from a lot of stuff like she's really nasty and she's this and she's mm-hmm. that and so it's kind of like and you know you don't want to just believe those things because he say she say but it's like stuff like this makes me believe that you really are that you know mm-hmm. you have to and then it's like you're always quick to go on your queen radio and defend yourself that you're not this but you steady do stuff to show us that you're that yeah and it's like sis and then you get mad at us and say we attacking you no we're just speaking facts and she's been so doing that goes in years. denial that you said it's, it's coming like in denial like sis 
I don't get it. But um, I want to tell this tweet from um, Mo Bams. He says, Nicki Minaj and Meek Mill dragging each other is so effing disappointing. How can these adults be revealing things that are confidential to both parties on Twitter of all places? When something is confidential, it should be. I agree. And period. I mean, he just said it what we all feel. Like, it wasn't that deep. And then y'all used to love each other. Y'all used to date. Y'all call him ugly, stu- stupid. You, you used to love this ugly, stupid guy. In your music videos. Hey, I was the baddest. She was the realest. Yes. We was the flyest up in the building. Okay. Anyway, so I'm just over She's it. She's a um, fan. Right, I was at Nikki Stan here. <laughs> I mean, but no, but see, I know, I love, I love both. I love them both. I but, but, it, but, but No, I like Meek and Nikki, but I'm going to speak on what it is. And yeah, they were right. both wrong in this situation. I don't care how much I like your music. So that just is what it is. <laughs> I agree. I agree, Sierra. Okay, well, hopefully, you know, Meek and uh, Nikki can somehow be friends eventually. I don't know. But speaking Girl, of friends, no. Jay Lamar, what is this about David Schwimmer? What he say? <laughs> David Schwimmer... Um, of course, is from the hit show Friends. So David Schwimmer did an interview, and he was discussing the lack of diversity within Friends, the Friends franchise. Um, he went on to say that he wished that he had um, dated somebody on the show that was either Asian or black. And then in further statements, he says that he wished that there was a black version of Friends on television. Mm. Mm. Forgetting that a year prior, the amazing show that we all grew up on. Legendary. Legendary. Single. A year prior to Friends Coming Out, Living Single came out. Mm. And he completely forgot about Living Single. So, of course, our homegirl, um, Maxine Shaw, attorney at law, has some serious issues with this. Um, She tweeted um, David and said, hey, David, are you seriously telling me you've never heard of Living Single? We invented the template. You're welcome, bro. So David tweeted her back and said, hey, Erica, as you know, I was asked in well, it's, a, it's a really long statement. To sum it up, he goes on to say that the interviewer chopped up his interview and kind of put what they wanted in there and that he has been a friend he's been a fan of the living single Stop. since it came out. He knew that the living single came living single came out a year prior to his show. But he's been a fan of Living Single, and he apologized if she found felt any negative impact towards Living Single. Um, we all know that probably like three years ago, Queen Latifah made a statement saying that the creator of Friends actually stole the idea from Living Single and created Friends a year later. What do y'all think about this industry mimicking the creations of are black artists. That's been happening Obviously, for decades. We shouldn't be surprised. And it's unfortunate. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I won't blame David Schwimmer for being um, naive mm-hmm. to the fact, because maybe he it had slipped his mind, because Friends was just way more popular. He's focused on his own show. Yeah. Yeah. And also, it's not like he created the show Friends. Right. Um, yeah. So he's just, he's literally just the actor. He's the talent. So I won't even get upset at him because of that. But, I you know, we had heard the story from Erica, even from years ago, on her Breakfast Club interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, we know it, but we are doing our very best as a people to get our voices heard and to get our representation out there. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, it's taken a while, but slowly but surely 
we'll get there. Yeah, I have to say, yeah, after because I actually followed this story as well. I don't think he meant harm. Uh, when I read it, I didn't take offense because I felt like, you know, he really, well, like Jamie said, I mean, Friends is big. I mean, it is a big most show. people know Friends over living single all because, you know, obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. But So I don't think he meant harm, but I definitely feel like, Sometimes they, I mean, well, not sometimes, all the time they do kind of snag other stuff. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like, when are we going to get the credit for stuff that was, because Living Single wasn't a, a miss. Like, it was a hit. It was a, it was a, it was a big hit. It so it's kind of like, how do you forget that? But then again, like I said, some people live in their own little bubbles and they don't want to look outside of it. So I think that's kind of just what the situation is. If I could chime in real quick, this is Josh in the booth. Do you think have friends not been created? Do you think living single would have been just as popular and even just like even bigger than that in the cultural zeitgeist? No, No, not as a black black show. And I think that's the reason. In all honesty, yeah, because it's a black show. So we're going to be realistic here. It was popular amongst our community. It was a very popular show amongst our community. And it's crazy how David Crane, who um, is the creator of Friends, a year prior, he talked about how he loved living single. And if he could take and kidnap any show that was created during that era, he said that I would take living single. Mm. And a year later, created Friends. Which was genius. It's just unfortunate to it's the unfortunate, people. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, and think about it. Like, all the movies that we know that mm. are black movies to us, other communities, other races just don't know it. Yeah. And mm. I think that sometimes, I mean, at least these days, everybody knows... Black Our culture. And they know. Yeah, They're yeah, obsessed no. with it. Yes. But back then when, you know, you didn't see a lot of non-black people listening to hip-hop music, all of this was very foreign to them. Social yeah. media has made us yeah, popular. Of course. It made, it's made what we do popular. because Everyone's saying, damn, Gina. They don't they don't watch they, Martin. Mm-hmm. Or bye, Felicia. You've never <laughs> you seen Friday. Friday. Yes. You know, like, it's just happening. It's just, yeah, social media has that platform to spread it out. But it's unfortunate, but, I mean, it's little, like I said, it's what we've been dealing with. So mm-hmm. I'm not even going to act like I'm surprised about it. It's just unfortunate. I would say we just gave credit to where credit was due. Right, yeah. And that's what he did. So, I mean, he, yeah, say, he didn't bash her, I feel like. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. I really don't, I didn't take no harm from him at all. I just feel like Jamie said he didn't, he didn't think it through. That's really mm-hmm. what it was. Yeah, and I'm glad they they both handled it in such a classy way. Um, someone who is uh, not as classy, we did bring him up last week, Gervonta Davis. It's just going to be a quick mention, you guys. He was arrested mm, post mm, the mm. scuffle of him grabbing his uh, the mother of his child by the neck, uh, and it was just so ridiculous to see that. If you want to know our thoughts on that, make sure to watch our last episode. Uh, but he was arrested, guys. So he turned himself in. Oh, yeah, he turned himself in to the Coral mm. Gables Police Department last week. He was arrested on a misdemeanor simple battery domestic uh, violence charge. After the viral video went after, after the video went viral, he admitted he was aggressive, but he swears he did not hit her. He was released after posting a fifteen hundred dollar bond, and he has since pled not guilty. Mm. So he what went guys, but got out. Yeah, he went but got out because I mean he turned himself in, but he pled not guilty. We saw the video. Do you guys think he's hitting her or not, or do you think that he's abusive to women? Why did he? Because yes, well, he, because. He, he, Grabbed her by her neck, yeah. like in front and, of everyone, and like walked her out like she was a dog. A dog. Yeah, the, he didn't like you... let her go. He literally walked her out. No way. And yeah. it wasn't like you know this isn't right either. But like he grabbed her by the arm and was like, "Come here." It he was, was like here. Like, I just cannot imagine. And she looked as though that was very familiar. Yes, she did not look as though. Yes. I'm shocked he's doing this. Nothing. She looked he's as though. definitely done that before. If he can yeah. do that in public, you think that he did that the, for the first time in public? That's scary. No, he did that in private before. So mm-hmm. I feel like, like I said last week, I ha- I don't I don't like to get in people's relationships because a lot of people get in mine. <laughs> but at some point, some some is not okay. 
Yeah. And I feel like I really don't want her to go back to that. Well, I think that... But that's just me. Being that, like, I was in an abusive, abusive relationship before. When stuff like this is put in the public eye, it it's makes harder. you wake up. Yeah. So this could be a great thing for her to be put in the public eye because now people are watching you. And you have women that are looking at you and also women offering you support. And you like, have a daughter. You have a daughter. Like, sis, you got to get out of that. If it's happening, which... It looks like in plain day is happening. I just don't know. I don't care what it was. There's just that. I don't know what. There's just nothing that makes it okay. Like yeah, I don't care all. what she did. It just doesn't make it okay. And this it's kind of like it would piss me. I probably would have swung at him because it's kind of like who who are you touching like this? Easy. Like yeah. I mean, everybody's different. I don't want to say that, but I just. Mm-mm. Well, it just it's not okay. Y'all, I agree. I agree. So let us know what you guys think about that down below. But last but not least, for our quick mention, Hair Love. I don't know if you guys saw the short animated uh, film series, but Hair Love won big at the Oscars for Best Short Animated Film. And you guys, I saw this uh, a couple months ago on social media going viral, and it, it is such a beautiful piece. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend you go check it out. It's only about six minutes, um, but pretty much former NFL wide receiver Matthew Cherry, he took home the Oscar. And he from Ohio, period. Okay, okay. Oh, okay, Ohio. Period. Shout <laughs> um, out to Ohio. Shout out. <laughs> but um, he directed uh, and wrote this short film, and it is centered around a black father who was attempting mm-hmm. to style his daughter's hair for the first time time mm-hmm. and it's it, it's a real oh. tear jerker I love that. Um, and so I just I highly recommend that you guys watch it during his speech Cherry just t- talked about how representation is so important and uh, he also dedicated his award to the late Kobe Bryant I wanted to show this tweet because uh, I just thought it's it's all about manifestation and just when you really believe in something it can happen yeah. so about uh, four years ago he said any 3D artist follow me I got an Oscar worthy short film idea to go with this image get at me and then, of course, four years later, he says, nailed it. Aww. So we want to say congratulations to Matthew Cherry. Um, and then also the young man who was um, banned from his high DeAndre. school, DeAndre, um, he was actually at the Oscars with them. So there he is in the middle. It's just so beautiful to see that, especially for them to win. It's all about black hair. Representation matters, um, and I'm just so so happy this that they won. This is what we needed. Happy yeah. Black History. This is like this makes me emotional. This was the blackest <laughs> yeah. thing at the Oscars. We had nothing else outside of this. Yeah. Um, Ooh, child. But, but yes, we yeah. don't live the moment. But you guys, speaking of Black History and Black Excellence, it is Black History Month. But it should actually we should say Black History every day, 365. Uh, we want to showcase. We make history every day, though. Every day, Retweet. especially <laughs> even this show is history. Uh, yes. But we wanted to highlight some of our favorite moments in Black History that means something special to us. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Okay, Sierra, what's <laughs> yours? So, I have to give mine to Miss Viola Davis. Um, if you don't Love know, her. Viola Davis have been in so many great films. And she is now about to be in a film playing Miss Michelle Obama. So, wow. sis is just continuing to climb the ladder. She's one of my favorite black actresses. So, I just want to say shout out to you, Viola. Keep doing it. She's going to kill Michelle. And I'm just excited for her. Yeah, she always kills it she in her She kills role. Oh, every period. role. Yeah. yeah. Period, period. Well, just to piggyback off the Oscars, um, in 2000, ooh, a couple years ago, um, the 74th Annual Academy Awards, Halle Berry won as the first black woman to win Best Actress for Monster Ball. Yes! Um, I highlight this moment because it was such an accomplishment. Who would have thought, 74 years later, she's the first black woman. Yeah. Which is like absolutely crazy. That's legendary. But at the sure. same time, I'm glad somebody broke the glass ceiling. And it would have to be somebody that's from Cleveland, Ohio as well. Um oh, she is? Yeah, she's from Bedford. She went to school at Bedford Heights, which is five minutes. Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay, Ohio. Okay. Yeah. 
Cleveland, the state. No, actually, Cleveland, the city of stars. Period. There no, you that's, go. That's okay. where Jay Lamar is from. Hey, y'all. Star. <laughs> one day I'll have my Oscar, you know, there and, we'll, you and I'll play this clip. Yeah, we go. There you go. Manifest it. Manifest it. Seriously, you ain't watched me go watch it. I need to bad manifestation energy over here, too. Retweet. We got it. Okay, so you guys, my uh, moment in black history, it's not its not like a civil rights moment, but this was just an iconic moment at the BET Awards 2003, when, oh, I think it was 2004, when Monique hosted, she's hosted about three or four uh, BET Awards shows, she's one of the best hosts, and when she came out with Crazy in Love, she, did it. she put on this. for heavy set women, she put on for um, just anyone who wanted to just have confidence, and I think it's one of the most memorable moments you know, on BET. I was just BET watching words. that clip. I just replayed the whole uh-oh, uh-oh. and it screaming. I used to have B, I used to have uh, BET award parties all the time. Yeah. I remember right. she came no, out. BET was used to be lit. I yes. wish it was now like it used to be because it's not unfortunately. It is. But. Well, you know, last year I was um, performing at the BET awards. You uh-huh. sure were. And, oh, yes. I, it was absolutely just phenomenal to see all of us working from the top mm-hmm. on down. Like, we ran the show. Like, the showrunner was like, everybody was like, it was wonderful. That's beautiful. Wow. That it sounds was amazing. amazing to see. Like, See, we, I told you, we got stars on this panel, you know? <laughs> Jay Lamar was at the BET Awards last year. Performing on stage with Kirk Franklin. Yeah! Oh, So, hopefully we'll, you know, we'll probably hear you on the next album. Kirk Franklin and the family. I don't know. Revolution. Um, but yeah, you guys, that was an awesome show. That was Black Twitter. Those were our Black Excellence moments. Make sure you guys, of course, uh, hit that like button. Subscribe. Comment down below. What did you think about Gervonta Davis and Nicki Minaj, Meek Mill? You got the live chat popping, but leave a comment down below. But of course, also follow us on our IG page at BHL Black Twitter. And you can also follow our co-host. Go ahead, Jay Lamar. Where can they find you? You can find me on all social media platforms at I am Jay Lamar. You can find me on my Instagram at Sierra Stafford. TV and my Twitter at Sierra B. Stafford. All right, and you can find me, Jamie Gray, on Twitter at It's Jamie Gray or on Instagram at Jamie Gray, J A I M I. All right, y'all, thank you for tuning in. See you Bye. Next week. On behalf of our BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood Redefined.